button. Charles, we're going live in just a second. Hey everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is the fourth Friday of the month, which means it's time for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with the plant-based pianist, Dr. Gustavo Tolosa. Please welcome him to the show. How have you been? I have been well. Um, I, you know, I've, I've gone through a time of uh, get, having people getting in my, you know, family and friends that have gotten sick or passed away, and it's been hard, um, as you know. It's, um, it's, uh, but yeah, it's been it's been it's a little challenging. I haven't had that happen in a while, but. It's okay. It's it's it's, uh, it's getting better. So I'm sorry. Well, grieving is one of the hardest things, and nobody really teaches you how to do it. Nobody teaches you, and uh, and many people, you know, mostly you know, men tend to keep things bottled up, and that's not a good. That's not good for you. So I'm learning also to to you know grieve and and cry if I have to. If yeah. I Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, but I mean, music always brings joy. And uh, as, as you mentioned, I am a pianist and I uh, always go to the piano and the piano makes it all better. Or I come to the kitchen and I cook something. And so those two things are great. You know, it's still, it's so hard to believe that we lost our dear mutual friend, Hans. It's like, well, yes. I, that I can't, I mean, it's, it doesn't yet even register that it's. No, it doesn't I, register. I, I think about him. I've, I I have a plant that's from his family. I dream about him. And it's just, it, it's so weird that, that I can't, I just, I, I just guess I don't want to accept it on some level, you know, but. Uh. No, yes, that's, that was one of the people who was close to me, he and Lily, I mean, I spent time in their house, we traveled together, I mean, we were, I can't, I, I, I don't, I don't think I have accepted it either, so. Uh, I think the more you love someone, the, the deeper the loss, unfortunately, you know. Yes, yes, and it's just, you know, regarding of what your, what your beliefs are, whether there's another life or not, you know, but still, you still miss them, even if you Absolutely. knew that you were going to see them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. People always say they're in a better place. I go, but I'm not, you know. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for them. But what about me? You know, <laughs> we are selfish. We want them here. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, what are you going to you, make? You, you, did, you did a very good um, that that. Um, what do you call it? The, the tribute. Yeah, the the, 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 the tribute. The, the tribute to the memorial. Yeah. The, the celebration of life, really. I was floored by how many people I didn't even know them showed up and doctors that were actually like at the hospital took time and went outside. And you know, uh, Dr. Stoll was in, in like Dubai or somewhere, and Dr. Nedley was like yes, yes. They, that just shows like what a great man he was that people just moved heaven and on earth just to say a few words for him, even well, for, you know, from the yeah. So many lives, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh. Well, that's it was it was beautiful, and like you said, it's a celebration of life because that's what it is. He had a wonderful life, and yeah, well, that's what we're trying to do here is make people okay. healthy so that we don't have to say goodbye to them so soon. So soon, 
Yes. Well, today, H.A., I, um, first of all, let me just say that in my 10 years of being whole food plant-based, um, I'm going, I'm going more and more into this area of, of simple and sustainable because I see that being a roadblock for a lot of people who want to make the switch to a whole food plant-based diet and they think it's complicated and they think they need to be chefs and have you know, 200 books. And, um, and so that's, uh, and that's not sustainable and for many people. So uh, I'm in my teaching and my coaching at this time, it's all about simplicity and being sustainable. So, um, so today in this show, I want to actually, I want to show that. Uh, I want to show how you can throw together a simple, but delicious, meals so that um, you know it's uh, you you can do this i i'd like to say to everyone to always have cooked beans and cooked rice either in the refrigerator or in on freezer bags in your freezer because that's a lifesaver you can put together quite a lot of meals with beans and rice since there are so many types of beans and so many types of rice there's quite a lot of variety. And the other thing that I usually have in my refrigerator is what I'm gonna show everybody here, is uh, some type of a green mixture that is very easy with two or three ingredients. And, and that, will, that makes uh, a wonderful meal. So I want to start, I'm gonna show you how do you can do a breakfast and lunch and a dinner. And um, my breakfast is kind of erratic actually. I don't know about you, sometimes, I eat at 10 a.m., sometimes at 11. Sometimes I even skip breakfast because for some strange reason, I'm not hungry. And then other times I wake up and at eight in the morning, I, I want to eat. So I just eat and I tell people that I talk to eat when you're hungry, that's the best way. Um, mm -hmm. So whatever, whatever time your breakfast is, I'm gonna show you how to do this. Of course, oats are always great. I love savory oats, and but sweet oats are also good with fruit. And um, uh, so today, what we're gonna, what I'm going to make is a bowl or a plate. Well, actually, I have a plate there today, um, and uh, for breakfast. And this was this plate is going to have beans, rice, uh, stewed tomato, and my green mixture with that, which I call menjunje. If you want to learn a Spanish word, when menjunje sounds like it sounds funny. And it's kind of like a, it sounds like what a witch would make. It's a brew, you know? <laughs> so it has a funny, so menjunje is something that you put together and you mix it. And that's what I call it, my green menjunje or, or mix. So um, I have made black beans, but you can use chickpeas or you can use any other uh, beans. So you could also do a crumbled tofu or grilled tempeh. Uh, it, that's too complicated for me, so I just go with beans. Um, I don't know if, if people know, though, um, I have stopped buying canned beans. I mean, if I'm in a pinch and I have to, I buy them, but um, I don't know if people know that beans are cooked inside the can. And so um, it's, a, it's a little bit, uh, sometimes um, I haven't died of you know, of eating beans in, from a can, but I think it's much better to cook them yourself. You can cook big batches and freeze them. 
Um, so usually what they do is they blanch them. In many cases, they put salt, although you can find unsalted beans. And then sometimes they add other additives to keep the beans color and the texture. And then they cook the beans in the cans at about 400 degrees, which does damage some uh, of the nutrition. So I try to cook it at less than 200 degrees to keep as much of the, you know, the nutrients there. But regardless, that's what I'm, I just want to say that because you're going to see that I cook my beans. And um, currently I'm doing a book club on Dr. Barnard's book, Your Body in Balance. And um, what I learned, I always learn something from these book clubs, is that he recommends having a plant protein first for breakfast, he says. And uh, the reason is because many women have reported um, a mood stabilizing effect for PMS. So this is something that he says, this is a, um, an, an anecdotal observation, but it's, uh, it's happened many, many times. So he's, it has included it in the book to have first thing in the morning, a, um, some, some kind of um, a plant protein. So that's why I have the beans here. And um, so let's, let's, let's make the plate. And I'm going to show you what I'm going to, to put on my plate. So, and I'm going to put the camera a little bit closer. So if you let me uh, stop it here so that I can move it. And that way everybody can see. All right. Let's see, here we go. Let me see if I can show you all. Excuse my messy kitchen here, but I've been cooking quite a few things. So yep. uh, none of this takes a lot of time. Actually, uh, everything that, that I cook salad, here. Can, excuse me for interrupting, there's a question. Is that Salad Master cookware that you're using? Oh yes, this is Salad Master. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Um, so, uh, but you know, you can cook it on anything. Uh, I just use this because the little valve clicks when it is at 190 or something. And that way you know that it's not going over 200. Uh, so these are the beans and black beans that I use a lot of different kinds. And what I did was I added some fajita mix. Um, I just sprinkle, you know, it probably is like a, a tablespoon, and that's all that we add to the, to the bean. So, um, let me just add, oh, let's, I know people like to measure, so I'm just going to put about a cup of beans. Um, it may be a lot of food, and I don't have to eat all of it, okay, but if I don't, I leave it for later for a, um, a snack or if I get hungry, which I usually don't because this has a lot of fiber. So a can, um, a cup of beans has 14 grams of fiber. That's, that's, we need at least 40 grams of fiber a day for detox and other things that we'll talk about. Then here I have brown rice, basmati brown rice. So 
I really enjoy, I really like basmati rice. The flavor, the, the smell of it is just delicious. So let me just make room here. It may look like a little messy plate, but that what matters here is that it tastes good. Okay, so that's the rice. And uh, let's see what else here. What I have here is onion, like one onion chopped, five or six garlic cloves chopped. And sometimes you have, if I have mushrooms, this one does have mushrooms. I slice some mushrooms, like, um, I don't know, seven or eight mushrooms, and then kale, but sometimes scale and sometimes it's spinach, sometimes it's fifth chart. And uh, I'm going to put about a cup of that, maybe here. And what I did was when I was cooking the green mixture, I added some smoked paprika, probably like a teaspoon. And because uh, I wanna make sure that my thyroid is getting iodine, I don't do this every day, but I, from time to time, I add um, some dulce, okay, for iodine. And, um, and I think that that's all that I really added because this, the onions and the garlic is, gives it a really good flavor. And this mixture is about five grams of fiber. Now, I have one important ingredient here, especially for men, but for women too, which is tomatoes. These are stewed tomatoes. I just cut tomatoes and I and just steam them for a little while and until they get soft. And next thing is put some tomatoes. So you have black, white, green, red. That's about maybe half a cup. So, and uh, let's see, that's about a gram of fiber. So in this plate, I have about 23 grams of fiber. So getting to 40 per day, it really is no, no problem. And uh, fiber is great for detoxifying. It keeps you satisfied, it regulates your blood sugar, your, it regulates your bowel movements, it flushes extra hormones and cholesterol. And for men, uh, it's a, anything red like tomatoes, um, watermelon, uh, pink, uh, grapefruit, those things are um, good for preventing prostate cancer. For some reason in the studies, it's been showed that the tomatoes, when they're cooked, the lycopene that these have, they are, the, the antioxidants is much, much more powerful. For women, it is important to have lycopene to prevent breast cancer and other forms of you know, common cancers. So now I'm going to sprinkle some spices. And uh, this is totally, up to you. I have table tasty, could be something like this, that is uh, salt free, and or it could be some of the Mrs. Dash. I'm just going to sprinkle some uh, table tasty. 
And because I like cilantro, some chopped cilantro here. Cilantro falls under the category of greens also. So I'm going to put it on the beans for an extra flavor. And I'll just add some salt substitute. This always surprises me how <laughs> it tastes salty and it has no salt. So let's see. Let's give it a try here. Uh, this is a very easy breakfast to have. And I agree with AJ when she says that uh, having vegetables for breakfast is probably one of the best things you can do for weight loss. And um, so uh, you're having here the kale with the mushrooms, the tomatoes. So that's kind of, a, but you're also having your, your protein uh, and your fiber. So I'm just, I'm hungry because I haven't eaten in like, uh, I don't know, five hours. So I'm just gonna give it a little try. The combination of the rice and the beans always surprises me because it's such an easy thing to put together, but rice and beans is comforting and it's filling. And I have a bite here with rice, beans, and tomatoes. Mm. So that is a breakfast that I can literally eat just about every day. If you don't eat the whole plate, save it for later. If you have kind of a sweet tooth, well, now you could have um, a piece of fruit after you, you have your, your, um, your breakfast like this. That's an easy breakfast. Okay, so the greens, as you all know, uh, I, I teach a lot of what Dr. Esselstein teaches. And the, the greens here are important for our arteries, for the nitric oxide. And I try to include greens four or five times a day. And it's usually the size of your fist. Your fist. AJ, I don't know if you ever see a question, interrupt me. I'm going oh, yeah, to turn yeah, on this slide. You know, people are saying that they did not know that beans were cooked in the can. And I Googled it and it said, yep, they're pressurized. That, that's so interesting. Yeah, um, it is. And um, I, you know, like I said, I, it's not like it's, it's going to kill you. I mean, I mean, I've been eating beans for years in a can. But if I can, if, if, if it's possible to avoid it, I avoid it because I don't know what leaks out of that can at so much uh, heat and pressure. And so if I can, I do, but I wouldn't you know, stress too much. And also it's just so, so easy to make beans once you start making them and you know what it is in them is beans and water, you know. And um, you can make beans for like a month's worth because they do stay in the freezer. They don't go bad. So you can get those little freezer bags and freeze them in, in one and a half uh, cups portion, which is what is inside a can. And that way, if you have a recipe, you can just pull that bag out and use it in a recipe. But uh, yeah, the only right. other question was what kind of pans and you said salad master. Maybe you could say why you like them. Yes, I um, I have been now unfaithful 
to my uh, instant pot, um, even though I love it. And um, it's just, I started um, working a little bit with Catherine Lawrence, who um, is the owner of Food Saved Me, and she uses it. Actually, Dr. Barnard uses it also. And other. I'm learning that many other people that we know in plant food world uses them. Um, I like it because this steel is surgical steel. That means it's the steel that is used uh, inside your body when they have to do an implant or something because it's totally safe. It will not leak any kind of um, metals. So that's one thing that I like. The other thing is that nothing sticks to that kind of steel, but it doesn't, it's not a non-stick pan. It doesn't have anything that could leak uh, any kind of um, you know, toxic things. And so, uh, but nothing sticks and you can actually use um, anything to scrape it and, and it's perfectly fine. And the other thing is because of the valve, that's a registered uh, thing, the valve, um, nobody really has it. And it starts to, to do this noise, to click. And uh, when it does that, you turn it to low and then you know that your food is, um, is not going to lose a lot of nutrients. So um, yeah, that's what I like. And I love these uh, handles. All the handles are detachable, so you can put Mix them. and match. Yeah. Well, you can, you know, you can use the, the long one. It's very convenient. So that's what I'm, I'm using and I'm experimenting. And um, yeah, that's it. So, and I, I'm going to do a little video at some point where I show people how I am learning to cook in this new way. And, uh, and actually I do taste the difference because you also, you don't cook with water here. These lids are so tight and the food is in the dark. There's no light in there to also destroy any nutrients. And so, uh, you don't have to use water. So the water that's not taking, you're not throwing away nutrients in the water, basically. Okay, so um, let's talk about lunch now. Uh, one of my favorite foods, as you know, is potatoes. And, um, and I like to change the kinds of potatoes. And so in this case, I have red potatoes that I have steamed with rosemary. I love the taste of rosemary. So I was steaming these uh, potatoes with rosemary, and then I also steamed carrots, okay? So I, that's, all, that's all there is in here. And I love to put any kind of vinegar to this, balsamic vinegar or apple vinegar. I'm gonna use some apple vinegar. You know, the vinegar, on potatoes or starches in general will make it a little bit more gentle in your body for the sugar spike. We're, we don't worry, you know that we don't worry about that, but um, if we've been eating this way for a long time, but sometimes people with diabetes, they get a little nervous when they see their sugar blood go up after they eat a potato, even though that's totally normal. So if you want to, curve that, adding a little bit of balsamic vinegar or apple vinegar. I'm just going to use also um, 
as I love these California balsamic. So I have uh, here the seven herb balsamic. So I'm just gonna drizzle some of that to for more flavor. Um, although I find the combination of the potatoes and the carrots very flavorful. And uh, the other thing that I have become addicted to is Dijon mustard, but um, real Dijon, you know, I, I, I can buy this, this comes from France, it's real French Dijon mustard. I think the combination of potatoes and mustard is, is an excellent combination. And uh, I'm just going to quickly give it a stir. So I have the vinegars. If you want, you can use a type of vinegar that is sweet to cut maybe the edge of the, of the mustard. Although this is a very mild mustard. And again, uh, I still miss salt. What can I say? I'm not gonna lie. So, but I don't wanna use salt. So I'm just gonna use the salt substitute to give it some of that flavor. This is a very simple salad, but very filling. And the reason that I am adding here um, the carrots is because of the beta carotene. Beta carotene is um, also, I'm just made a note here so that I didn't forget to tell you all. It's very important for fighting free radicals basically for cancer prevention so anything that is anything that is orange has beta carotene like carrots cantaloupe pumpkins uh, sweet potatoes um, just make sure that you're getting your beta carotene from actual whole food and not in a pill because in in medical and scientific studies the pill doesn't even almost do it anything there's it's almost not noticeable uh, but it, it is noticeable when you're eating the actual food okay so um now we will add the greens because we always want to have some type of greens with our meal like dr ethelstein recommends so let me get a better serving spoon here i'm going to put in this plate Nice serving of my potato carrot salad with the mustard and the rosemary. It smells delicious. And okay, so for the greens, there are many kinds of greens. Uh, it's not just kale and spinach and chard. It could be asparagus. It could be Brussels sprouts, it could be broccoli, it could be cauliflower, which is not green, but it makes nitric oxide. So it's under that category. So what I'm going to do, I'm, I just love asparagus and I love broccoli, I mean, cauliflower. So that is what I'm going to add to this plate. Steamed cauliflower. And steamed asparagus. And uh, I just add to this. I can eat this whole thing with asparagus, and I probably will, but right now I'll leave it there. Um, what 
I can put in here is a, uh, let's see, where is it? Mrs. Dash in, I haven't used this one yet in this video. So I'm just gonna add some of this table blend to the, might make it closer. Are you able to get salt-free seasonings in Argentina fairly easily? Uh, uh, sort of. Um, and maybe there is one type, but you know what? I find it easier to bring it. So when I, since I go, since I go to Dallas um, uh, or the U.S. in general, two or three times a year, I just bring. It makes it easier for me to just have it here. Um, all right. I also like the curry balsamic vinegar. I'm kind of running out of this one, but I'm going to add the curry to the cauliflower. So another easy meal full of nutrition. We have cancer-fighting nutrients. We have greens. We have actually two types of greens here and very, very filling. So uh, Dr. Barnard says that cruciferous vegetables such as broccoli and um, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale, help eliminate chemicals that, you know, uh, we, everything is contaminated nowadays. So there's, it's really hard to, to eat absolute pure, pure food. So there are some chemicals maybe inside ourselves, but there's also, in many cases, we may uh, have extra hormones or extra uh, cholesterol. Well, those things are taken out from fiber. Fiber and water is what really detoxifies. And so uh, he mentions how cruciferous vegetables are particularly powerful to help us detoxify. Um, I do want to try this because every time I make it, for some reason, it, it's a little bit different, but this, the red potato. Mm. Oh, good, guys, I, what did I put in there? I think it was, yeah, the, the seven, seven herb Italian balsamic is kind of sweet. And the carrot is kind of sweet. So this tastes absolutely delicious. And of course, you can never go wrong with asparagus. So, Susanna says, I love the simplicity of Gustavo's cooking. Vegetables taste so good to me now. Well, it takes a little while, as you all know. Um, we have to reset. We have to give our taste buds the chance to detoxify first from any oil that has been covering our, your tongue and salt and sugar. Get, it, get that out. Give your, test, uh, your taste buds a chance to reset. You know what it is like. Well, I don't know if you've you've, you've done uh, AJ. I think you've done um, fasting at True North. Yeah, only made it four days, but I've done it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I don't. I've never made it past seven days. But after that, you know how it's even boiled or steamed zucchini, which sometimes tastes bland. It tastes like a cake. It just tastes so good because your taste buds are so clean and reset so yes you learn to love the vegetables and um 
that's one of the things, if I can do a mini commercial here, that's one of the things that I concentrate on when I do my seven day program is, is giving people simple ideas to put things together and to help them reset and detoxify their system. Okay, so that's, and, and I have one coming in about a week if people want to go to my website and, and look at it. So we've had breakfast. Now that breakfast will last you a good four hours, if not longer, okay? We have lunch and I'm making big plates because um, I, I like to see the plates, okay? I, what can I say? Uh, I, sometimes I don't eat it all and that's okay. And sometimes I save it if I get hungry or I, even better yet, I have leftovers for the next day. So I don't have to cook for every meal of every day. And then finally for our dinner, Dr. Um, Barnard recommends that your dinner is lower in protein. So he says, for the morning, have your protein, not because we're protein deficient. That is not why he says that and he clarifies that in the book. Um, and it's just that, like I mentioned earlier, it seems to help with, um, with PMS for many women. They report that that really helps to have um, plant protein in the morning. And for anybody, really, the beans and the rice, the beans especially have so much fiber that from early on in the day, you're starting to detoxify. And beans take a little longer to digest. So it's probably better to have them early or in the day or at lunch rather than at night. So he says, well, at night, have something that is higher in carbohydrates. We will probably help you sleep uh, more soundly. So for dinner today, I'm going to continue with my beta carotenes and I have sweet potato mash. This is very simple, um, very simple, but when you cook a sweet potato, I'm gonna put this plate here, and, um, and you mash it, uh, it's just, it's just that alone tastes good. Although I usually put some balsamic vinegar on it. And then I like to eat my sweet potato, the, my mashed sweet potato um, with uh, corn. So I have steamed some corn. Okay, so that's what I'm gonna do. And um, on the sweet potato mash, let me bring it here. I'm gonna move around. Cookware. And um, okay, let me put some of this sweet potato here in this plate. And uh, I just take a fork and uh, let's see where I get let me move the camera so everybody can see, and I am going to lower it now. Excuse the movement. It's a real homemade video here. Let's see if I can show you guys a little closer. So that's my sweet potato here. Um, if you can get your hands, I could not this time get my hands on the orange sweet potatoes is I would prefer that. So I just mash it 
make sure that it's nice and creamy. And um, I am going to add some of this to it. This is garlic, uh, Gilroy garlic, balsamic vinegar. I like the strong kind of flavor that it has, kind of sweet. And that's it, that's all it takes. It doesn't take much. So here we have the sweet potato mash. Sometimes I mash this. If I have butternut squash, I mix it. If I, if I have carrots, I will steam carrots and mix it so that it's really, really orange. And here is the corn. So let me see if um, the corn, I like to um, sprinkle some um, lemon pepper in the corn. If you're allergic to pepper, obviously don't do it. <laughs> and um, so let me make sure that I don't forget anything that I wanted to put here in my uh, dinner. Maybe some, maybe some onion powder actually. You know, this is what it is like. Have fun in the kitchen. Try, always add a little bit <laughs> because you can always add more, but you know, try to not put too much and then, then it's too much and you can't do anything about it. Um, and I forget one thing that I also cook. My other uh, favorite combination is broccoli and cauliflower. This is herbed broccoli, cauliflower, sauteed. And the herbs that I put here are thyme, oregano, and basil. And that's all it has. So I have a lot of, I have two kinds of greens here. The, the cauliflower falls under the category of greens for the nitric oxide production to heal our arteries. And we have the broccoli. So I'm going to maybe move it around. Oh, yeah, see. Um, hold on. <laughs> I think I need an extra. nice serving of this. This is delicious. So this is a very good dinner, very easy to digest. Remember that most uh, foods take somewhere between four, about four hours to digest. So that is why we're saying maybe stop eating at 6 p.m. because by 10, you know, it'll be uh, digested and, and you're not you know, your body at night needs the energy to detoxify. And if it is busy digesting food, then it's not, it's not as, as um, it's easily done. I'm a little bit curious about this potato, sweet potato mash. You never know how sweet the sweet potato will be, but this one is actually very sweet. So, the combination of the sweet, and I love that um, lemon pepper. That gives it a kick. 
And then, sorry, I'm going to move it back here so you can see my face. So you have the sweet potato mash, the broccoli and cauliflower, and the corn. So right after this webinar is done, I'm going to have a feast here. And <laughs> I'm going to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner all at once. And then uh, in Argentina right now, it's almost 4 p.m. So I only have two hours before I stop eating. So I'm going to, that's what I'm going to load up. Um, any, any questions, anybody? Let me look. I was watching you cook. Let me look. Have I missed okay. anything in the chat? Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I, 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 okay. Well, you look, I want to say how important it is to uh, get our fiber intake every day. It's pretty much the only way that the body has to carry out toxins, carry out toxins or like I said, extra cholesterol, extra hormones um, is the only way. So it is important that we shoot for 40 grams. Right here, I have gone way over 40 grams. And so if you're not used to having a lot of fiber, you may want to introduce it little by little because it may upset your stomach, but soon you will, uh, you will get used to it. Nice. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, besides this seven day program that I'm doing next week in May, I've never tried this, but in, in May, in, uh, in December, I'm going to do a Mary's Mini. A lot of people are very intrigued with Mary's Mini. And um, I've looked at it several times. And what that is, is that you choose one type of starch and for 10 days, you, it's very simple and you eat only that starch. There are some guidelines which are listed on Dr. McDougall's website, but since I'm going to do it publicly, you know, I'll share it all and um, it'll be 10 days, just logging in one time a day to do this together. So I'm gonna do that. And then uh, in January, Shada and I are releasing our new book. And we're excited about that. So that will keep me busy. So what, what starch are you going to choose for your 10-day experiment? Well, I don't have a choice. I, uh, I'm going to choose potato. I knew it. I, and then are you able yeah. to vary the vegetable or eat any fruit? What's going to be like? No, no fruit. Um, it's, um, it's, it's very boring. And that's the point of it. So it's uh, kind of boring. But uh, it's potatoes. Now you can choose different types of potato. It could be russet. It could be the. It could be red potatoes. It could be those little white ones, and I don't know the name of them. Uh, it could be Yukon. I mean, you can. But but I, I had almost decided on on rice because I was intrigued with the rice diet, and um, I'm kind of thinking about that. But I think potatoes. Potatoes just taste good, no matter, even if you just eat them boiled. Um, you can have some, um, a little bit of uh, other veggies, but really it's just one starch. Um, I, I have to take a look at, I downloaded all the information. I have to take a look um, because I don't, I'm not an expert to it with it. And so I'm, yeah. 
So I will be learning this together with whoever wants to join me. And um, I will put that, if people want to sign up, I mean, it's gonna be, I'm not gonna charge free, but uh, I'll put the link on my website. It's not there yet, but probably in a week or so, it'll be there, people can join me in this adventure of the Mary's Mini. But I'm not spelling Mary as in Mary, okay? M-A-R-Y. I'm spelling it as M-E-R-R-Y because it's like Mary, uh, you know, Merry Christmas. <laughs> but I'm, so I'm calling it Mary's Mini because it's in December. But that's, uh, that's it. So thank you, AJ, for having yes, me today. Very, very clever. Here's here's a comment or a question, actually, from one of the live viewers. Why would you rinse yeah. off the cooking liquid? What a waste. I love the wonderful bean cooking water. It is also a good oil substitute, for example, in salad dressing. Right. Exactly. No, no. I uh, I used to, you know, when I would steam thing well not steam but when i would boil some vegetables i used to um throw it throw it away in sometimes not always but especially if i boil potatoes to make mashed potatoes uh i usually pour down pour out the, the liquid uh on a on a container in case i needed it to make potatoes creamy but uh, there were some, some things that I didn't keep. So, but I think it's very, that, that's where a lot of the nutrients have gone to the liquid. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. saying which starch will you choose or which potato will you choose? But you're saying you don't actually have to choose uh, one type of potato. You just have to choose one type of starch. Right, right. So if you choose rice, well, of course, brown rice is, is better because we all know it, it has more fiber. But it, I guess you could... Maybe go back and forth or try both, but it has to be one starch. And in this case, I, I would love to do it with sweet potatoes, but I am more of a savory kind of person. And so I can't think of eating sweet 10 days in a row. Interesting. Well, um, are you able to change your vegetable or does the vegetable have to be the same too? No, you're able to choose. There is a list of vegetables and I'm going to, to I printed it. I don't have it right here with me, um, but there is not a lot of variety. So there may be two or three other vegetables that are non-starchy and you can use spices. That's, that's okay. And some herbs. So I, I, I think it's going to be easy to do, especially, I don't know if it's going to be easy for someone who's coming out of the standard you know, Western diet, but I, you know, if you're kind of used to eating this way, uh, I don't think it's going to be that difficult. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of eat that way. Not in, I mean, not exactly, but I always eat the same thing for lunch. And I think a lot of people eat the same thing for breakfast every day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, for lunch, don't, don't you have your sweet potato and broccoli? Sweet potato, pretty much just sweet potato and broccoli. And once in a while, I change it and have Brussels sprouts or salad. But when I try to eat something else for lunch, I just, I, I want my sweet potato. But I, <laughs> I, I, I like you. I don't like things overly sweet. But I find that the Hannah's don't taste as sweet to me, say, as the Hawaiian or the Japanese. I mean, they, yes, they have oh. a sweetness. But I don't think they're... I don't even think they're necessarily as sweet as the orange ones, but the orange ones right. are just mushy. I just, I never cared for the orange ones for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like the flavor that it, to me, I, I taste vanilla in the Hannah potato. Yes, it has a subtle vanilla flavor. 
Oh, here's yeah. a question. How did Gustavo meet Shada and what was his contribution to the new book? Probably me. I'm the connector of people, guys. I'm like the, the Don King of vegan here. I get people. Yes, that's exactly right. It was through, I mean, Shada had heard of me through you. And then she also heard about me through Lily Deal, who is an, an, a wonderful And who introduced you to Lily Deal, huh? huh? To me, you. Yeah, 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 I know. That's fantastic. So, yeah, AJ is here. It has tentacles, you know. She's like, and she just connects people. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Tentacles, yeah. that's funny. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah. so yeah, the, my contribution to the book really is the book is really unusual because it starts telling the story of Shada and I since we were little and being born in other countries. And it goes back and forth from hers to mine, from hers to mine. And as we relate our stories, which I think are interesting, um, as we relate the stories, we, we um, include recipes that reminds us of something. And after that part, then the second part is recipes and the recipes are international in flavor because you have Shada's uh, own uh, background and my Hispanic background, but we both uh, pretty much grew up or, or lived for many, many years in the US and are Americans as American as can get <laughs> and uh, love American food, but we have had to find ways to veganize the food from our own countries and the food from America and other countries. So um, I think people would like the recipes and we've tried to keep them also simple, although some are a little elaborate. What, uh, um, what's yeah. the name of the book? I know, but the audience doesn't. Yes. Um, it's, it's a little bit embarrassing because I have to think twice because, you know, when you change, we've changed the title several times. Uh, and so it's called Live Your Healthiest Life. And then underneath that, it says um, an international uh, vegan, I think it says cookbook, um, something. But it is Live Your Healthiest Life. Well, that sounds amazing. I, I, I can't wait. Yeah, I think, I, think I wrote the forward now that I think about it. You did. You wrote the forward. So that is a big, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it's something that I, I think uh, is way, important I love, for us. I keep forgetting to tell you, I love your shirt. And you're coming on right before Christmas, which is December 22nd, your next time you're scheduled. Do you maybe want to do something Christmassy, like show us what you're going to make for your holiday meal? Well, I'm also I'm also uh, going to be in the show. And is November still on? Oh wait! Oh, me and I. You mean I'm totally skipping the month of November? <laughs> so it's going to be for Thanksgiving, really. <laughs> oh my gosh! So you're oh, that is hilarious. One, two, three. You, but you know what? You're. I think you're actually on the day after Thanksgiving. After. So yes, maybe after. you could show us what to do with the leftovers. Well, what I'm going to show you is um, what I made because I'm going to be in somebody else's house, uh, some relative's house in in Fort Worth, Texas, and not all of them, or I should say most of them, not you know, plant-based, but some are. And so I told them that I'm going to make 
a few entrees that they're welcome to try, but uh, I'm making them for me. So I'll show you what I make. Wow, what that's amazing. Well, happy. Well, I guess I won't see you actually before Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. I love it's one of my favorite holidays. So I'm excited yeah, to be. Me too, because it's like non denominational and everybody gets. Yes. To not just a few people, so it, me well, too. Well, and, and, the, and the background of it, I think we all need, we should be thankful every single day, but I think it's such a wonderful holiday to focus us and uh, remind us of all the wonderful things we have that sometimes we forget. Absolutely. That's great. Well, thanks, Gustavo. It was a lot of fun. Well, thank you. I, I mean, I know it's not, um, you know, anything flashy. I just wanted to show people how they can put things together in a simple. No, way. I think a lot of people just don't think that they're going to enjoy, you know, simple foods, you know, because they're right. like, they're just used to more complicated foods or maybe stuck in the pleasure trap. But I wonder how many people that don't eat this way, you know, really make complicated recipes at every meal. You know. No. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> but it's much easier uh, to go out and pick up something because uh, anything you pick up, you can eat when you know you're not plant based, and the restaurants are made for for non plant based. Also, have an easier time. Do you go to a lot of restaurants in Argentina? Um, I try not to because everything. Well, it's a lot like in the U.S. So everything has salt and oil. And the obsession with cheese in Argentina is off the chart. And it's, you, you have to watch out because they'll throw in cheese on your salad. You know, you have to ask all the time, does this have cheese? Sometimes they don't list it in the menu. And uh, so, yeah, I try not to, you know how... It's so difficult to eat at a restaurant. I thought it was the beef from Argentina. Yeah, beef too, but um, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I mean, all of the all of the American businesses, fast food chains are here now, and they have truly changed the landscape. You see, you almost never saw overweight people here or obese. And now you see them all over the place. And, um, yeah, that came. Are you, happy? Are you happy you left the United States? I am. I am. I don't know if I'll be able to say if I will ever be able to say that I'm a hundred percent happy living here or in the states, um, because when I'm in one place, I miss the other, and. So I just have to deal with that. You're never going to be happy. You should live in both places, six months one, six months the other. That's right. When I start to get tired of one place, it's like, okay, time to pack the bags and go. But uh, I do. I miss. There are wonderful things here, and especially in this little village where I live, and it's so cozy and safe and beautiful. So, uh, But I miss. I miss friends like you and many others and family and certain foods. I don't get enough Mexican food here, or I don't get any. So I miss that. I have to make it if I want. All right. So, well, good, anyway. luck. good luck. With, and you're doing the Mary's Mini in December? In December, yes. Um, we'll see I you have, again before that. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, 
So nice. All right. All right. Thank it's you. See you next time, day after Thanksgiving. And thanks to all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. If you're registered tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time, I'm doing a free webinar from recipes from my book, oh. Sweet Indulgence. It hasn't come out yet, but I'm going to be showing you my pumpkin pie, which I actually get to teach for the McDougal program. But mostly it's not about recipes, just showing you theory and concepts of how to satisfy your sweet tooth without using sugar and how you can substitute sugar, oil, flour, and salt in a recipe. Then at 11 a.m., my guest is Kristen Hong. She has this amazing book called Fridge Love, and she's going to be making her famous granola and showing you how you can do this for holiday gifts. Well, take care, everyone, and hope to see you tomorrow. Bye, Gustavo. Bye. I'll be there at the webinar tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Take care. Bye-bye.